Assalamu alaikum and welcome to lesson two in this 10 nights of Arabic bite series that we're doing here on the YouTube channel. Every single night in the last 10 nights of Ramadan, obviously from the 21st juz up until the day of Eid, I'll be taking a little passage from the given juz of the Quran and we'll be unpacking the Arabic language within it. We'll bring out the vocab list, we'll talk about some grammar and obviously we'll have a read through the ayah as well so that we can take some benefit and obviously, you know, from an Arabic language perspective but then also spiritually as well. So, in this lesson, what do we have? In this lesson, we're going to be talking about a passage from Surah Al-Ahzab, um, specifically the 35th ayah. This ayah has tons of really useful grammar in it. Um, or, well, actually, tons of examples of, of, some, of one thing that's very useful. So the thing we're going to be talking about, actually, in here is there's loads of sound plurals in here. Sound plurals, typically in Arabic, is when we use an una, ina, or an at ending and we'll talk about how we use those and um, and what they look like so let me give you a quick little vocab list actually just to prepare your mind a little bit for what you're going to be hearing so you can listen out for the words that we need so firstly we need the word in which means certainly or indeed we need the word muslim which lo and behold means a muslim the word mu'min which is specifically a believer we need the word qanit which means someone who's obedient we need the word sadiq which means someone who's truthful we need the word sabir which is steadfast. Khashir, which is someone who is humble. We need mutasaddiq, which means someone who is charitable, gives in charity. This particular word comes from a verb, tasaddaqa, a form five verb, which means to give in which means to give in arms or to give in charity. The next word we need is the word sa'im, which describes most of us right now. Fasting is the word for someone who is fasting. We need the word hafiz. Um, the term hafiz really means a preserver, someone who preserves or guards something. Because of use, we tend to know that word to mean someone who's memorized the Qur'an. Um, because in, in that essence, a person who's memorized the Qur'an is a preserver of the Qur'an. They are part of its preservation. They are part of its guarding. They can guard the Qur'an. If anybody tries to come and change it or change something in it, good luck changing something in the Qur'an when we have hafaz of the Qur'an. You know, good luck when we have entire communities of people who have memorized it off by heart. You ain't changing nothing when so many people have memorized it. So anyway, so in, in the context of the Qur'an, the terms of preserving something or guarding something overlaps with memorizing, but it doesn't always. Um, hence this next word we're going to learn. The word furuj. Uh, we need the term furuj. The term furuj, um, whilst really it means like gaps or holes or something, um, what, what, what it really means in the context in the Qur'an is the private parts. It's often used to refer to the private parts of people who, people who, who, people who guard their chastity, is, is what it's referring to. And we also need the word dhakir, is someone who is in remembrance, someone who engages in the remembrance of Allah. We also need the word kathir, which means a lot or often. Uh, we need a verb which is a'adda, which means to prepare. We usually use a'adda with a preposition which is li. So a'adda, someone, li something, or, or something, li someone. We need the term maghfira, which means forgiveness. We need this word ajr, which means a reward. And we need the word azim as well, which means great. So let's have a little read through this particular ayah. So Allah says in the Quran, obviously, as I say, um, ayah um, 35 of Surah Al-Ahzab. Allah says, إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَالْقَانِتِينَ وَالْقَانِتَاتِ وَالصَّادِقِينَ وَالصَّادِقَاتِ وَالصَّابِرِينَ وَالصَّابِرَاتِ وَالْخَاشِعِينَ وَالْخَاشِعَاتِ وَالْمُتَصَدِّقِينَ وَالْمُتَصَدِّقَاتِ وَالصَّائِمِينَ وَالصَّائِمَاتِ وَالْحَافِظِينَ فُرُوجَهُمْ وَالْحَافِظَاتِ 
والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما Nice. So let's have a little talk about it. Allah begins this ayah as he often does in many ayat of the Quran with this word inna, inna certainly or indeed, inna al-muslimina. So the plural of the word Muslim is muslimuna. But we use muslimina here because inna and her sisters have this certain rule where they make the ism mansub, right? And what that usually translates to in very simple terms is the word that comes after it will be mansub. And what that means in even simpler terms is that it will usually have a fatah on the end. But uh, in this case, with these sound endings, the una and the ina endings, if a word is to be majrur or monsub, it shows itself that way with the ya, with the ina. Okay, so um, so this is what it looks like after inna. We, you, you, it would be it would be an, it would be incorrect to say inna al-muslimuna. Rather, we say inna al-muslimina, wal-muslimati. وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ This ati ending is the way we make something feminine plural. So Allah is saying, indeed, the Muslim men and the Muslim women. You might say here, well, if inna usually puts a fatha on the, on the next word, like if we were to say inna al-bayta, indeed the house, or inna al-masjida, indeed the masjid. If that's the case, then why don't we say inna al-muslimata? Well, the rule with muslimata, just like we had a couple of rules with una and ina, muslimata, is not correct in Arabic. We cannot say muslimata. Although the word is monsub still, it shows itself as being monsub with a kasra, which seems kind of counterintuitive. We know words to be majrur with a kasra, but um, but that's what Arabic does with this at ending. And it's the same with the tenween as well. You say atin or atun, and atin is used for both the majrur and the Monsub, which is um, a nice way that Allah kind of obviously you know this isn't an this isn't revealed as an Arabic lesson, but it's it has a benefit for us that has many examples of, of how this is used. Indeed, the Muslim men and the Muslim women, well mu'minina well mu'minat, and the believing men and the believing women. Um, in some of the um, tafsir in this, there's a there's a um, what like there would be a question in the reader's mind is what why is there a distinction between the Muslim and the believer? Why is there a distinction? Sometimes people, you know, from an, from an English language context, when we just read the, the English, we maybe don't understand the, the, the Arabic language behind it. Sometimes people draw this um, broad conclusion that it must mean anybody who believes in anything. You know, if you're a believer in something, that that's that's really not what it is. Like, so sometimes people try to create this very inclusive idea that 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 people who believe in anything are going to Jannah, but that's um, that that's that that's not the case. The case is that um, that this word mu'min is um, is the active participle from the verb amana to to believe in something. Hence, where we get the word believer. Like that word in and of itself is a fine translation, but amana has a slightly higher status. Um, some some of some of the um, some of the tafsir say that it has a slightly higher status than eslama, than al Islam. Al iman has a slightly higher status than Islam. And uh, we see some examples of this as well, like in Surah Al-Hujurat, I, I gave this ayah in our last Arabic bite yesterday, where I talked about in Surah Al-Hujurat, where Allah says, قَالَتِ الْأَعْرَابُ آمَنَّا so, so when the Arabs say, amanna, that we have believed, using exactly the same verb actually as this, the verb amanna, amanna. But you should say to them, um, قُولُوا أَسْلَمْنَا That they should say, أَسْلَمْنَا You know, the, like Allah, Allah is saying to these Arab, to these desert Arabs, it's not right for you to say amanna yet, but you can say aslamna. You can say you've submitted. You can say you've become a Muslim, 
but you can't necessarily say you're a mutmin yet. You know, we see some examples of where the, 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 that uh, that a mutmin is a is, is is a matter of the heart, is a matter of um of of a, of a higher degree. Like every, every mutmin is definitely a Muslim, but not not every Muslim is necessarily a mutmin. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the 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 matter of iman is something higher than just the matter of Islam. People could accept Islam, they could accept it, even if they're not people of high level of iman yet. Anyways, so he's saying, indeed, the Muslim men and the Muslim women, indeed, the believing men and the believing women, indeed, al-qanitina wal-qanitat, indeed, the obedient men and the obedient women, was-sadiqina, and the truthful men, was-sadiqat, and the truthful women. Where are we? Good. Wasabirina wasabirat. So the sabirina are obviously those who are patient. Wasabirat, specifically, you know, using these air tendings, specifically to say that the women are included in this. And the patient women. Good. Or the steadfast women and steadfast men. Walkhashi'ina and the humble, humble men, walkhashi'at, and the humble women. Um you might think, well, what's the difference between being humble and obedient? Um, there is a bit of a difference. There's, there's actually a verb, khashia'a. I believe it's a khashia'a verb, to, to fear something. It's often used to fear something. But a better translation that, that the translations give tends to be humble for this word khashia'a. I mean, yeah, it, because of its root letters, it does it is wrapped up in the meaning of having fear of something as well. Because there's another word in more kind of secular terms that we use for humble. If someone's mutawadir, it means that they are humble. Um, and humility, tawadur, but this term mutawadir is what you'd say in more kind of, you know, more kind of common and um, and casual and kind of chatty terms. If you say that, like the, the example I remember learning that word from was in class when a, a particular student wasn't putting their hand up a lot. Um, and the teacher said this student's mutawadir, like he knows the answers, but he's being humble about it. So, um, yeah, but anyway, the translation that we give in this context, I just wanted to give some context around the root letter, root letters of that. What do we have next? Well, mutasaddiqin, mutasaddiqin, and the charity-giving men. Well, mutasaddiqat, and the charity-giving women. Really nice. Wasaimina, wasaimat. To be saim is from the. I mean, the the actual hollow verb is sama yasumu, and uh, to be fasting is saim. I think that's a name. Sometimes I've only ever known Bangladeshis to be called saim. Um, the particular brother that I know is he was born in Ramadan, so they called him Sa'im. But um, yeah, the term Sa'im it means you are fasting. You are fasting at that time. You could ask someone, you know, enter Sa'im al Are you fasting today? Enter Sa'im al You could say, Nah, I'm an Sa'im. Or you could say, Le, and a less to Sa'im, and no, I'm not fasting. Very nice. What do we have next? So we have yeah, those to do with fasting, and then we have this this expression, Well, how for and the men who 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 guard their chastity, the men who who literally who guard their who guard their private parts is how it gets translated. Um, yeah, but then but then the, but then after it, Allah is saying, well, how feel that? Well, how feel that? Right. So we have we still have al filina, well, how feel that? But 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 Allah is, is changing the order of the of the sentence around a little bit, mm-hmm. saying that that the the men who guard the men who guard their chastity and the women. But meaning, and also the women who guide their chastity, right? Well, ذَاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا And and the men who 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 are in remembrance of Allah, كَثِيرًا Who are in remembrance of Allah a lot. وَذَاكِرَاتِ And the women who remember. What about all these people? 
Allah has listed all of these people. We have what, like, you know, eight groups of people or something in that list. What about them? Prepared. Allahu. Has to be Allahu because Allah is the subject here. Allah is the one doing the adda. Lahum. Who do we mean by the hum? Well, we mean the whole list of people we've just been through. That's who we mean by the hum. So Allah has prepared for them, meaning the whole list of people we've been through. Maghfiratan. He has prepared for them maghfirah. Maghfirah comes from the verb ghafara. Ghafara is to forgive. Maghfirah is the term for forgiveness. Wa'ajran. So, so it's um, yeah, it's the thing that has the thing that's been prepared for them is maghfiratan. So that's why it's maghfiratan, and it's an and also an ajran has been prepared as well. A reward, aldiman. So ajran aldiman is um, that's like a that's a phrase in and of itself, right? A, a great reward. You'll notice in those two words, those two words agree. In case, they both have N, they agree in number, they're both singular, they agree in definiteness, they're both indefinite. And um, uh, what else is there? And they agree in gender as well, they're both masculine as well. So that is a phrase, a, uh, a great reward. So I think we've covered plenty in that little episode. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of um, the last 10 nights of Ramadan. We're doing 10 nights of Arabic Bites. To get your hands on extra resources as well, if you want some, um, if you want vocab lists for all, all of these different Arabic Bites, if you want bonus challenge sheets as well to practice if you've made sure that you've understood everything, if you want summary sheets as well so you can do quick recap without listening to the whole podcast episode as well, you can go and support us on Patreon as well and you can get access to all kinds of bonus resources with these Arabic Bites over there as well. So uh, that's it for today's Arabic bites. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.